Welcome back to the Project 24 YouTube podcast. Y'all ready for this? So ready for this. Okay, getting out of our rut with the YouTube community tab. If you've already started and you're trying to maintain it or you've never started, I think you know what we're talking about here. We're going to talk it all up. (laughs) You're going to be so out of that rut by the end of this. Yes. (laughs) So I think it's hard to stay motivated with it because you don't see the direct results the way you do with the video, at least not usually. And I don't know. It's just one of the, it feels like a maintenance task, right? Like something uh, I should be doing. But is just it another thing to add to the list, right? Exactly. Yes. Exactly. So here's what I would say before anything else, especially if you haven't used it very much or your channel's small, you don't have proof of concept with a community post. Here is what you should do. Do polls on topics. So you do the poll format on topics that is semi-related to your audience. So if you do, uh, let's say skincare, do topics around skincare, right? But make them really broad appeal polls curiosity induced broad appeal things so if your topic is topic is about diy uh you know skincare you you weren't expecting this <laughs> sorry i'm just going right in here this is like the basics of what i say then we talk about the other stuff but if your topic is diy skincare stuff like make it yourself skincare uh, i wouldn't say uh it, i wouldn't go with uh do you use this product when you're making your own skincare it mm-hmm. would be no it would be uh how much do you spend on your skincare every month? So what's the difference there? Just to spell the it difference out. difference is, one is you're assuming, oh, DIY skincare. Do you use this specific? Well, like way too niche down and specific. Mm. And the second one is, okay, you're a person and you have skincare. Like mm-hmm. how much do you spend? You have skin. Everybody, you have skin, right? And so it's a poll that's broad appeal. That's all I'm saying here. That is the number one way I would say right now on YouTube to just get into community posts and start getting interaction. Polls on broad appeal topics somewhat related to the topic of your channel. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll yeah, see you next time. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that was really helpful. <laughs> All right. So to that to that end, do we want to plan them out based on the content so that they kind of match as much as possible, whatever the most recent video we're publishing? Or do you think just just get it done and don't overthink it? Yeah. In most cases, I just get it done. Don't okay. overthink it. Uh, it's, it is another thing, so to speak, to add to your list, but I've said this before, and if you've gone through this lesson in, in Project 24, you know, I, I say it there too, uh, the amount of effort that goes into doing YouTube community post tabs and the amount of results, it's a huge ret- ROI. Mm-hmm. Because a post, like a poll, man, you could have that in practically 60 seconds. You could put together a poll. Come up with the idea and put it together, and boom, you schedule it. 60 seconds, and yet... If you get a thousand people voting on that, that's a thousand people yeah. for 60 seconds of your work. That's insane. Uh, and so, and if your audience is larger, it's even better, right? Um, or if your channel is very small, still 60 seconds and you get 50 people. But if you only have 10 subscribers, that was 50 people Yeah, that might or may or may not be subscribers. And it's, it's not so much that every single person is going to see your post and say, oh, I like this channel. I'm going to go to the channel. I'm going to watch all their videos. I'm going to subscribe. It's not that. It's that... It's just another place to be a player on the platform. Okay. And so what is the goal of being a player in that area? Is it mostly to get people to your videos or is it to just be top of mind? 
What would you say is like the reason to play this game? That's a great question, by the way. Primarily top of mind. Okay. Uh, if you can, there's just something about community. I, I don't know this. Maybe I should do a study on this sometimes. Mm-hmm. But I have this hunch that it's not used as much okay. by most channels on YouTube. So if you do use it, you're in kind of a minority. Mm-hmm. But it's been proven that if you create a post, someone interacts with it, they are dramatically more likely to see another one of your posts. So if you do a poll, they vote on your poll, they like your poll, whatever, they comment on it. Yep. Uh, it is way, way more likely. I don't know how much, but it is way more likely that that same audience member will see the next one you post. Cool. Uh, the only way to get off of that list is if they don't interact forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, YouTube keeps showing them your community posts for a while. Uh, and again, I don't have hard numbers on this, but just experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, so awareness, um, just top of mind, awareness. And the crazy thing is awareness from people that aren't even subscribed to your channel or don't even know about your channel. It's it's great. Oh, really? Right so if people have never watched a video, they've never subscribed... Um, are they just as likely to see these posts or no, Okay, they aren't as likely. It's, it's more likely if they're a subscriber, they, if they're a regular viewer, mm-hmm. uh, which brings me to the second big benefit or big reason for doing it. I've seen it to be, uh, just for super fans type of thing. Like give them another way to interact with you. Yeah. Uh, it tends to be a bit more behind the scenes, a bit more like if you comment on a, one of your posts and they see your comment, it's more, it's feels more personal because if, if 20,000 people watch your video, but only 200 people comment on a, on a, on a post you do, that's a much smaller audience. It feels more intimate. It feels more like, Hey, uh, yeah, it's you and me. Like right. this is an insider thing going on. That's interesting. And so would you address them? I kind of already know a bit how you do this, but in a very casual way, as if they're already your audience, um, or would you try to keep it broad enough that it can apply to anyone, even if they aren't your audience? I do a mix. Okay. Yeah, I do a mix of those two. Uh, and it, 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 this might be what you're, we were talking about here later on. I'm looking at our notes here. Mm-hmm. Uh, it might be what, you're, what we were going to mention later. But for example, in, on Channel Makers, I found there are two broad categories that, uh, audience categories that we do posts for. The first is Channel Makers, mm-hmm. people who are actively working on a YouTube channel. And then there's people who consume YouTube. They're two different audiences. They may yeah. they may have overlap, but the people who consume YouTube is a much larger um, uh, appeal, broader appeal. There's there's more people that consume YouTube, dramatically more people that consume YouTube than who produce on YouTube. Yes. And so we've broadly kind of grouped our posts into those two types. Uh, because for the channel makers, it's more like, you know, what's hard about being a channel maker? Like, what's your biggest struggle? What What's the thing you struggle with the most? And for the other group, it's how often do you like a video you're watching? Or right. that type of thing. It's We broadly think of it as two different categories. And I found that because a mix of the two, to, because the audience, the kind of the, the direction of the channel is that there's a high likelihood that a person that's on YouTube at least has the thought cross their mind occasionally that they want to create their own channel. It's pretty high likelihood that that's happened. So we're intentionally targeting both those groups. Yeah. And for you listening, I think that can apply to a lot of different topics. Maybe almost everything aside from something that's purely entertainment. But if you have, you know, anything you're teaching or informing people about, I think kind of like what you said with the skincare, it's really easy to assume that whoever your audience is, especially if they're already subscribers or viewers, that 
They are super into this thing, but they might be just dipping their toe in it. They might just be looking into it or trying their hand at natural skincare or food prep or whatever it is you're doing. And so that's a great way to kind of figure out where your audience is at. And it doesn't have to be this like super blatant, where are you at on your journey? Like it could just be a quiz and then another quiz and then wait, which one got more interaction? Did I get more votes on this? Did I get more votes on the other? You can learn a lot about your audience by just using quizzes. So yeah, keep that in mind as you're listening, what topics and not only specific quiz questions you might ask, but what categories of your viewers might there be? And that could maybe even help you figure out how to pivot your entire channel. I agree. I will add a word of caution here, a word Mm -hmm. of warning. Uh, Because of how community posts are shown to people, it can feel, if we're doing research, I've done this a lot in community posts, Mm -hmm. semi-pseudo research uh, for how YouTubers interact with YouTube, for example. Uh, It can be easy to go into the mode of, oh, that's just what it is. But you got to realize that your audience is a specific slice of YouTube audience. And so it doesn't represent all of YouTube. Right. Uh, And so this happens all the time when people, I'll have people all the time, people will come to me and say, my audience said they really love this video type. So I did more of it, but it didn't do very well. But it's, it's like the, what someday I'll actually learn the word for this, like the awareness bias. Mm -hmm. If we have, if, if the most vocal people speak up the most in your audience and say, do this, we want this, it can feel like that's your entire audience. Right. If you have a thousand views on a video and you know, 50 comments and all 50 comments are saying, do this next, that's great. It's more likely those are super fans, that's great. You can, you can do content for your super fans, but those 50 comments don't necessarily represent the 1,000 people. Yeah, commenters are very different. Yes. kinds of people than the, the majority of the, the viewers. <laughs> yes, most people don't comment. And so it's a specific type of viewer. Yeah. And so I guess the word of warning there is don't don't read too much into it. Yes. If you do a poll and you say, hey, what kind of video should I do on my channel? People will vote on it, but that's not necessarily representation of what will actually be most successful. Right. I've been very surprised with channel makers how much when we do polls and community posts it seems like most of our audience has never started a YouTube channel, Mm -hmm. which, you know, this entire channel is about growing on YouTube. And most of our audience has apparently never started a channel. It's really, really surprising. Yeah. And, and possibly quite misleading. Well, in that way, I would, I would look at it as for any channel type as a kind of a bit of a low touch, uh, warming up the leads type of thing. Mm-hmm. That's a marketing term, you know, leads. The warmer they are, the more likely they are to purchase. But in this case, warming up an audience, the more likely they are to watch your content. Right. Uh, hence the categories of, of broad appeal using the skincare thing. Hey, if you have skin, how much do you spend on your skincare each month? Like that's that's really broad uh, appeal. And you can have an option that's zero. I don't spend any money on my skincare every month. But the reality is, Almost anybody who sees that who has at least a slight interest in skincare is going to respond. Mm-hmm. Right. So how often do you recommend posting? That's a good question. Uh, uh, for a while there, I was testing different lengths. I'd, I did notice more often than 24 hours. Uh, I haven't tested this recently, recently, but from my experience, more often than 24 hours is not good um, because it suppresses the other one. So for example, if you post at 6 a.m. and then you post again at noon, the 6 a.m. one will instantly be buried. 
Like yeah. it's, it's dead at that point from my experience. Uh, and then it will do the noon one, but then it seems like the noon one doesn't even do as well as the other one. So no more often than every 24 hours. Uh, but then again, from experience, if you had to aim for something, I'd say twice a week. Okay. It's a pretty happy medium. Gives it enough time to air out, so to speak. Right. <laughs> you do it enough time for it to get to the audience it's going to get to, and then um, you do another post. And if you're doing it less often, would you say it's still worth it? Or at a certain point, your audience just forgets about you? What is the the bare minimum that you could do this? <laughs> just do it. That's what okay. I would say in most cases. And I get it. If you're really feeling overwhelmed and you don't want just one more thing on your on your list, it's okay. You're not going to lose if you don't do it. But the amount of time it takes to just batch, let's say just once a week, mm-hmm. say that to batch four posts and they're all polls, they're all super simple to do that. You could do that in 15 minutes, right? fully from idea to fully scheduled in 15 minutes. Uh, so it's just a minimal amount of time um, and it's worth it from my experience. And you can schedule these, by the way, for any of you that have not done it yet. Okay. And then if you were to do it more often, would you suggest branching out into types other than polls? Or do you think maybe you should even do it relative to how often you publish videos? Or does that not matter? Does the frequency change at all there? Uh, so, so it's what type of post related to the frequency? Is there yeah. Like is the, so maybe there's a maximum of you would not want to do more than two quizzes. Uh But if you are going to do three community posts a week, maybe you do two quizzes and an image, or maybe you base, I guess that's two separate questions. Maybe you base it off of how often you publish videos. If you publish once a month, should your community post strategy be any different than if you post once a week? Just looking for the nuances here. Fair point. Fair point. Okay. So as of recording this, Mm -hmm. uh, polls are the bread and butter. They're the best one. Uh, and actually, it's funny because I was complaining for a while about how they didn't have image polls, but they have image polls now. Mm-hmm. Yay. And I was saying, I wish they had image polls. And then I haven't done a single image poll. <laughs> <laughs> I need to do that. Uh, my hunch is that image polls will be even better because if it's a visual, they can see mm-hmm. um, or at least equivalent. So I would think of polls as your bread and butter, uh, image posts as next, and then simple text posts as next in your priority list. And then a link to a video. They have that video post or even if you just do a text one and you have a link to a YouTube video, it turns it into a video post. Never do those. Okay. Never. That I don't know what, I don't know. It must be overlooked or something. Something's broken there as of recording mm-hmm. this because it's just this last week. I did one and it was just going to be a text post and I had a link to a video, an upcoming premiere, and it turned into that. And I published it. And I think I told you this. Typically, very quickly, I'll have comments and likes. Like within minutes, I'll have several comments, several likes on it. This one, nothing. Yeah. A half an hour went by, there was maybe two likes. Nothing. is because it got turned into a video post. And I don't know what it is. <laughs> Something's broken there. As of right now, never do a video post in the community tab. I don't know. Maybe it'll change in the future. Hopefully they fix that. But Right now, zero spread. We like, keep thinking maybe it's gotten better. Maybe, maybe. we could try it. No, it doesn't. It's a good <laughs> idea, but no, never. And so if you are if you are going to promote an upcoming video, for example, do it in another format. Mm-hmm. Um, like a poll, do a poll and then say, by the way, see my pinned comment. And then in your pinned comment, paste a link to the video. Mm-hmm. Or do an image. Uh, that's the one I use the most, where it's an image, something related to them. Uh, yeah. And then link to it in that. Okay, drum roll. Yes, drum roll. drum roll, please, yes. Quizzes are coming. Yeah. Are you excited about this? 
I'm excited. I have no idea what they'll look like. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I need to actually look into them. Uh, It's funny because I think they used to have quizzes. Like they had quizzes within videos. It was almost like a card. They could just take the quiz right now. They phased it out. I don't know why they phased it out. That was kind of before my time. Mm -hmm. Um, But quizzes are coming. Is that going to be a community post thing? It's a community post thing. I have not heard about it being in videos. Maybe they, who knows? Hmm. From my understanding was it was community post. My prediction is it's going to be a glorified poll type of thing Uh in that you might get a little bit less interaction because it takes a little bit more time, but there's still a strong uh, curiosity factor. Yep. One of the strongest points of polls right now is that people have to vote in order to see the results yeah. that everybody else voted. There's something about human nature that we just got to see it. We just got to see it. Mm-hmm. And so quizzes, I mean, this has been forever on Facebook. Like, yeah. what kind of what kind of shoe are you? You know, <laughs> like, if you were a decorative pillow, what would you be? And you answer this quiz. And, and people just love it. There's something curiosity about it. And so I think they'll explode. They'll do particularly well with certain audience types. Um particularly the, the audiences that are just there and they just want to goofy stuff, mm-hmm. that type, or time. or like the personality seeking or the skill set seeking audience. Yeah, I feel like they'll do really well with those. I think they might not spread as much uh, because of it just takes more time to do it. And again, I have no idea how they're going to look, but just my knowledge of other quizzes, right? Uh, they may not spread as much because it, it's more interaction for each person. So it's more of a commitment. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like watching a YouTube short that's 15 seconds versus watching a full 10 minute video on YouTube. Like they're, they're different intentions, right? Right. Uh, but for the people who do the quizzes, it'll be really good. Yeah. I think there's big potential here. Like we were just doing a video today about blogging, um, for the income school channel and we were kind of trying to figure out like, okay, well, how do we break up this video based on two different types of viewer, you know, people who write their own blog posts or hire writers, whatever. But if you had a quiz where you could ask people a series of questions to figure out kind of what category they fall into as something and then recommend a specific video based on that need or, you know, that demographic that they sort of put themselves into by answering those questions that would be really cool. And it would almost feel personalized, you know? Oh yeah, I totally agree. I think that'd be exciting. What are your favorite features aside from polls? Is there <laughs> anything else that you really love about community posts? Uh, I've loved the, the ones that, the, the ability to insert humor. Again, I'm speaking from personal experience here, mm-hmm. uh, but the ability to have more fun. I've, I've had community posts where I just ask a question there was one I did it was totally trolling but I said I think the question was why that was it and then the poll was because like the answer was because or I don't remember what the what other answer was it was just because or why not there we Mm -hmm. go those were the options and the responses people were just (laughs) it was so goofy (laughs) the conversation that happened as a result of that was so fun and I think for me it was a way to connect with the audience in a way that's not just know hey we're here for the information mm-hmm. it was hey let's be humans for a bit right just have fun let's throw some humor out there uh the other thing i like about it is uh it's very closely related the ability to have more real discussions mm-hmm. because of what i mentioned earlier it feels more intimate uh the, i found that in a lot of cases on community posts people are more willing to just open up and talk about stuff yeah just say, yeah, this is what I'm experiencing and interact and respond More to each other. More than comments on a video. More than comments on a mm-hmm. video, yeah. Yeah, awesome. 
right? So the takeaways here, just do it. Just get it done. Yep. Don't overthink it. It doesn't have to be a big thing. It doesn't take long. Yes. Um, and I would say if you're really overwhelmed by like the, the social media feel of this, correct me if I'm wrong, but you don't have to answer every comment. Like a little engagement is good. But even if you want to just keep it to likes and hearts and whatever, it's still worth it to do the polls. Am I right there? Yes, I agree. And the other thing I'll say, I'll, I'll add to what you said there because that's very true. Mm-hmm. Uh, a pinned comment goes a long way, mm. even on a community post. Yeah. The sad thing at this point that I'm aware of, I'm not able to pre-schedule a pinned comment. So mm-hmm. it's just when the, when, the pub, when the community post publishes, you just need to get on there and add a comment and pin yeah. it. That goes a long way to your audience feeling like you're there and you care about them and you're actually present. Mm-hmm, right, which is a lot less overwhelming than responding to whatever comments happen to yes. pop up. Yeah. All right, and then never ever do video posts. Yeah, never, never. never. Do polls, <laughs> not video posts. Polls are the winner. <laughs> At least for now. And we'll see what happens in the future with quizzes and maybe they'll they'll fix the video post problem. Let's see. Awesome. All right, we'll see you guys next time. Thanks for listening. Project 24 is a product of Income School LLC. Results mentioned are not typical. The trademark Project 24 refers to the goal of some people to create a successful business in 24 months, but it's not a promise or guarantee of that success. Many online businesses fail because like any business, it requires hard work, skill, and dedication. Before making business decisions, consult financial and legal professionals licensed in your jurisdiction. So in short, the only person who can make your business successful is you. We are simply here to provide information to help you along the way.